we're back with another episode. This episode of the Face Off with Fleming and Fowler is sponsored by MyApothecary.com. MyApothecary is the premier online destination for hemp-derived CBD that will help you curate a wealthy lifestyle. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed during the Face Off with Fleming and Fowler podcast series are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent any specific employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. The primary purpose of this podcast series is to educate and inform. This podcast series does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Welcome back to another episode of the Face Off with Fleming and Fowler. We are <coughs> sorry, we are back at it again. We are compromised. Oh my god, no, we're not. It was the hot chocolate because because I don't have my creamer in here. Right Y'all, now, I don't why. know if we've talked about this before, but she puts creamer and white chocolate chips in her no. hot chocolate. Oh, no, 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 only creamer. I only put the white chocolate chips if I don't have creamer. But that's still so much sugar. Like it's really does not. it taste like diabetes? No, it doesn't taste like that at all. Who puts creamer in hot chocolate? It makes no sense. Me. God. But it's like I usually put the pumpkin spice in there or the white chocolate mocha from Starbucks. I already know it's gonna piss me off. Yeah. Um, it's still too much sugar, and I don't stand for it. But you do <coughs> not you. Not really. It's no. My, my glucose panel is fine. Do your teeth go? Ooh. No, because I don't put a whole lot in it. Oh, okay. I literally, I put like a serving size in it. Speaking of serving size, so I saw this, (laughs) I know this is totally off topic. (laughs) We're trying to do an intro. Anyway, so I'm going to start this podcast off, right? Yeah, exactly. So I saw um, this episode of 600 Pound Life. And so the lady came and I think she was like 800 pounds or some shit. Anyway, so her, I think it was her mother or whatever. They were in Dr. Now's office. And so the lady says, um, the only, I don't understand why she didn't lose the weight, Dr. Now, because the only thing she's changed was she took out the vinaigrette that you suggested and switched it with honey mustard. And so the lady says, yeah, because like two cups, right? That's all we put in there is two cups. <laughs> two you cups. Two cups of honey mustard, like on one salad. Like, Lussle. ma'am, <laughs> isn't the bottle like two cups? That like, sounds about it. Oh, my, oh gosh. my god, it's crazy. But anyway, welcome back to another episode of the Face Off of Flipping and Fowler. So happy to have you here. Yes, we are back at it again. How was your week? Um, there were ups, there were downs, there were highs, there were lows. Yeah, high being I just purchased tickets for the Ludacris concert. Thank you very much, Luda. Ludacris, like here he come in San Antonio. Maybe you've heard of him. Yeah, no, I have. But Christopher, who was he? Christopher Bridges. <laughs> who was he coming with? Himself. Himself. Luda. Luda still out here touring at the San Antonio rodeo. Hell yeah. Oh, at the rodeo. He's trying to make them bucks. Them, them cute little rodeo dollars. So they are going to do the rodeo again this year. They're doing the rodeo, cool and Ludacris will be here, and I will be there cheering him on. That's awesome. If he doesn't play my chick bad, we're going to have a problem. I saw Chris Staples. That one time he came. 
we're really into Chris's on this podcast. I didn't know his none of his music. I don't know country music like that. I really don't. Oh, I'm not a country country music fan. country music's pretty good. The rodeo's fun. You get to, you know get your boots out, dust them off. I have not purchased a, a pair of boots since I moved here yet. You don't have a pair of boots? No. We gotta go boot shopping. I'm, boots are expensive. They are really expensive. Like real authentic cowboy cowgirl boots are expensive. But you have them for a long time if you take care. Well, of when, them. I, when when will I wear them? You though? wear them once a year at the rodeo, sugar. And we actually have quite a bit of like doctors at the hospital. Well, where that I used to work, boots. that wear boots. Like they actually do like surgery in cowboy boots. I think it's the weirdest That's thing. It's weird. I wear them to tailgate. I wear them mm. to the rodeo. You wear a hat too. Like I a wish hat? I wore a hat. Oh. No, Yellowstone's really got me back on hats, though. I really oh, need. Jesus. It's because when I was in Colorado, I got oh. a hat, and I was like, I'm gonna bring. Did you get it made, back. or you just bought it like off the shelf? Off the shelf. Mm. That those are expensive too. Cowboy hats, cowgirl hats yeah. are very being expensive. a cowboy is expensive for it people really who is. live on the land. Except for the Levi jeans, those aren't expensive. Yeah. Well, they are now. They're hundred bucks. Levi's. Levi's. Mm-hmm. Who's buying their stock? That's weird. Gen Z. What are you buying dad and mom jeans for? That's all the little girls wear Levi's. It gives them a little booty. I thought Fashion Nova was supposed to do that. Okay, what little white girls gonna go buy Fashion Nova? I mean, they're cheap. That's for the right. curvy girls. It's very true. They got spandex. That's what I usually. They got a curb section. That's where a lot of mine come from. That gap in uh, old navy. <laughs> it's because Urban Outfitters started selling Levi's, and so now all the mm. all the gals got them. But cool yeah, speaking of Chris's, I'm just gonna start us off because you didn't even ask me about my week. I guess she don't give a damn about my week. All right, <laughs> because Christopher Brown is in the news again, and I'm so upset. For what? How, we can pause it. How's your week? Uh, it was boring. <laughs> Nothing. That's what I thought. Yeah, I didn't. Right? I, didn't so I skipped you. I didn't go to the gym like I should have. Uh, I went to you know doing hood shit with my friends. I was like, fuck that gym. So yeah, the I gym will know. be there. You know it won't. That's very true. Your friends. Well, all hopefully. The time. Yeah, well. <laughs> I hope you're not <laughs> killing them all. But yeah, why is Chris Brown in the news? Listen, because Please. he can't stay out of it. These no, just, is it that he can't stay out of it? People can't keep his name out of their mouths. Well, listen. Until all the facts are facting, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to put anything out there. I've I've stood alleged. my ground, and I've you know crossed lines in the sands before, and then I had to walk it back. So I'm just gonna say he's being sued for twenty million dollars for Whoa. allegedly stealing a song. No, what? I wish it was that easy. It's the you know old song and dance, drugging and raping an attractive singer, actor, actress, model, dancer. I can't. Yeah, I cannot. He is being sued apparently. Um, he invited this gal over to a yacht parked in Diddy's yacht spot. Allegedly. Allegedly. She had a sudden and unexplainable loss of consciousness in which she had physical interactions with Christopher Brown. Mm -hmm. Next morning, he texted her like, yo, last night was wild. Don't remember it. Take that fucking plan B. Because mm. that's my plan A. Wow. And now he's being sued. He also does have new music coming out. I was just going to say that. I don't know if it correlates. Because I did, I did hear that, his out, that he had another album coming out, and I know he was working on new music. I just, um, I don't know what it is with, and this is aside from this particular situation, I don't know what it is with the media having like this disdain for Chris Brown. It's very reminiscent of how the media in, uh, you know, the UK looks at Meghan Markle uh, that she cannot do anything right. Like, even though she doesn't do any, like, I feel like Chris Brown minds his business. Like, I feel like he's really trying to, for the most part. Yeah. He's literally trying to stay under the radar and people for some reason, just keep bringing his name up. Here's also what I want to say about this particular alleged situation. 
Um, I just feel like at this point in 2022, we need to start having NDAs and you don't need to start showing up to people's houses or wherever parties, whatever, unless you sign an NDA. That's what I was about to say. He's one of the few people who does make everyone sign an NDA and he snatches up them phones and you do not get it back until you leave. Yeah. But I'm guessing because this was not at his house or whatever that didn't happen. But I've heard multiple times things happening at his house and remember that okay yes do you remember the girl who was pissed off because she couldn't get her phone back Mm-mm. she was trying to leave and they had all the phones and then the cops ended up coming and like swat was there and he was quote barricaded inside his house and wouldn't allegedly. leave and it was week- allegedly and it was because this girl was pissed off she couldn't no, get her phone back she i just heard NDA. about the one girl that kept like breaking in his house the that stalker too no so yeah i know he does ndas and i don't know what's going on but yeah, that just seems very like clockwork. Every time he's about to have something, yeah, come I just out, I feel like he's getting sued. And twenty million dollars is a lot of money. I mean, it is, and it's been, but I think I would just always go back to this: when you are two responsible adults consent, consenting to something, and especially with this day and age of celebrityism, and you going to people's parties and houses and all that kind of stuff. This is why it is so important to be in control of your faculties. This is why it's so important to not overdo it and over drink. So you're not in control of your faculty. So you're trying to figure out what the hell went, went on. And Mm -hmm. for, you know, even for him to allegedly send a text that says, don't know what happened, but go ahead and take plan B or whatever. She, you know, communicated Mm -hmm. back to him. Like this is why responsible adults need to be in, like you need to be in control of your faculties. That's just it. Do you think his NDA is a docu-sign? I would hope so. I would hope so too. Like he's in my, vision of this is like you walk into his house there's this guy there and like dressed in all black security (laughs) security he's got this big ass ipad and he's like scroll 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 initial here please Mm -hmm. like surely they're not printing papers for you to sign yeah right but you know what i I think too like and this is not like a conspiracy but the same thing used to happen with k michelle like when k michelle every time she came out with a project it was always some foolishness in the news like oh headlines kate this person said this about k michelle and it was never anything that k michelle actually did it was people bringing k michelle's name up and saying stuff like remember that beef that well, i don't know i won't call it beef but a disagreement that her and angela Yee had angela where Yee. um i think it was was it man it was somebody i don't want to say call, call names i can't remember it but it was some rapper and his friend or whatever they came on talking about her um her body and different things of that nature and it was right before she was ready to release an album and she's just like Every single time I get rid of release an album, people always have my name in their mouths. And I'm just like, Chris Brown is still going to win all the BET awards. So I just, I don't know. That's, please leave Chris Brown alone. Please. Leave I feel like he doesn't even do anything in the news to like be seen. Like, just leave Chris Brown alone. Hashtag leave Chris Brown alone. Hey, I'm here for a leave Chris Brown alone. Seriously. Good night. Oh my God. Well, speaking of another celebrity, uh, which is actually kind of a victory in her, her eyes or, you know, in the eyes of the public as well too. Um, and I think this really is a very important topic to talk about since we are a podcast. Uh, we do have a podcast and obviously this is our show and this is what we do. This is not what we do for a living. Uh, this is a hobby. I really. wish I wish we did this for a living and got paid for it. But um <clears throat> In the news this past week, um, if you've been living under a rock, then you haven't heard it. But um, Cardi B and a a blogger, uh, her name is Tasha K. She has a YouTube channel. Um, They were at odds and in court over the last three years um, due to, and I'm just saying allegedly for the protection of our podcast, um, 
Um, allegedly, Tasha K has been spewing some very disrespectful, hurtful things about Cardi B, talking about her medical records, uh, venereal diseases, uh, the types of activities that she allegedly is involved in with prostitution and all that kind of stuff. So she's been going on this whole thing for, I guess, like a couple of years. Um, and really slandering Cardi B, um, defaming her name and things of that nature. So of course Cardi B is like, listen, I'm not gonna fight you in the streets. I'm gonna hit your ass in court. And that's exactly what the fuck the she did. Because the last time I tried to fight someone in the streets, and Offset had to hire someone to get the job done. Allegedly, I got in trouble. Allegedly, allegedly. So I don't. Not doing I don't know no nothing more. about that. But also knowing that, why the fuck would you start shit with Cardi B? But I, but not even that. I just think. Okay, so let me finish the story. So so basically they went to court. They've been in court for three years. Um, as y'all know, Cardi B just had a baby boy. Was it last year? And um, so she even said that she was, you know, suicidal during this time because of the stuff that this girl was saying and, the, and the, the things that she was alleging about her or, well, she wasn't alleging them. She was basically saying, these are facts. I have facts about X, Y, and Z. So when you're, you know, um, allegedly lying and allegedly coming out with facts and they're not true, that's a big problem. And so anyway, in the news this past week, Cardi B actually had a big win in court. She won the case. And I think the punitive damages are like anywhere between 3.8 to $4 million dollars. And you played yourself exactly and so um tasha k came out and did like a you know a little speech afterwards it's like you know i just want to thank all my supporters my husband and my attorneys and you know when you're trying to fight a big machine and all this other kind of stuff and i'm just a like machine. didn't she say that this girl had like vd and stuff you, allegedly she allegedly. said that she, that she alleged that cardi b had venereal diseases and that she had proof and facts and all this stuff here's what i do think about that i think it is in the public eye, these celebrities are going to be talked about, right? But I think it's a very big difference from us sharing our opinion about a celebrity versus saying what we feel like is a fact. Yeah. Like, oh, no, I know she got this and I know she doing this. When you start to do that, that's very dangerous territory. And I think you, you're, you've you now gone too far for clickbait. Mm -hmm. And now your ass is out of $4 million, potentially. <laughs> like, that's money I don't have. Listen. <laughs> listen. Here's what I'm not about to do. I ain't about to ever get on this podcast and say I know something <laughs> yeah. for a fact about any celebrity. First of all, I don't have access to celebrities like that. This is not what we do. But, um, and even if I did, I'm not going to make a campaign of trying to ruin your life and say, well, I know this about you. Because my thing is, if you're making comments and, and things about um, alleging, I'm just saying, again, for the protection of, of our podcast, um, that she has a particular venereal diseases and stuff like that. How do you know this information to be fact? And if you have access to her medical records, that's a HIPAA violation. And if you're sharing her medical records, that's Ooh, also a HIPAA violation. You. And you don't have to be a medical professional to violate HIPAA. Like if your access, if somebody gave you somebody else's medical records and you're distributing them, that's also illegal. Like you can't do shit like that. What is the word when you when you say things about people that aren't real, that isn't true? That's lying. <laughs> Why, Why you always lying? Why the fuck you lying? Oh, oh my God. God. Stop fucking lying. I don't know. What That's is the legal crazy. term for when you say shit that isn't true about someone who's famous? Slander. Slander. I wanted to say blasphemy. That's not. That's about Jesus. <laughs> so don't do that. That's a cardinal <laughs> sin. Please. <laughs> slander. Yeah. So that, that was what the whole case was about. It was about slander and defamation, Um, I uh, I believe. And so I just think that, you know, people with these microphones in your hand like again there's a huge <laughs> literally <laughs> I, there's a huge difference between sharing your personal opinion about someone through your own perception versus saying something or making up allegedly making up stories about a celebrity and saying i know this to be a fact and think that they're just supposed to 
you know, go along with that. Cause even people were calling for like YouTube to get rid of her page and saying that, you know, you y'all shouldn't allow platforms like this to be making up lies about stuff like this, which could be a real consequence for Tasha slander. K. That is like, and now you, you, but I think this is, this is a landmark case for a lot of bloggers. Like, because even like Paris Hilton, like, Perez, oh, he, was, he come out Jesus. recently and he was like, yeah, that was fucked up the shit I'd be doing. He, but the, oh, but he was ruining he people's was lives. Brutal. He and was, I'm just like, those why? people have a huge platform. You say one thing and you just say it once, but there's 300,000 people who go after them and say the same thing a million times exactly. in the comments and to other people. Yeah. Cause even like when you talk about Kim Kardashian, first of all, I used to be a really, I used to love Kim Kardashian when they what? first came out. I used to watch keeping up this with Kardashians. This is news to me. When, honestly, when, when before, um, and I'm saying this just because before Bruce Jenner and Kris Jenner divorced, mm -hmm. that to me was like primetime Kardashian. That was a good Kardashian It was a good era. era. And then when they split, it was just weird and not because he was transitioning. It was just the, the, the storylines and the content that they were putting out at the time. It was just a very weird space but also for the, all of them. The whole, like a huge part of that content was we're doing crazy progressive things. And Bruce is like, what the hell are y'all exactly. doing? Exactly. So he, when he wasn't on the show anymore, it was a little bit more dull because he was the one who brought them back to reality. Like right. what the fuck are y'all doing? Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. So he, he kind of brought that comedic relief and comedic time into the show. Um, I felt like, but, um, I never, even though I, you talk about Kim Kardashian, I'm like, oh, fuck Kim Kardashian. I'm not over here. She's this and she's that. And I got a factor on her. Like, no, <laughs> like I don't have a problem with Kim Kardashian. I just think that she's not important in my personal life. But other than that, I mean, I just think that this is, again, I think it's a landmark case. And I think when you have a microphone in your hand and you have a platform, I don't care if you have two followers or if you have 2 million followers, you have a responsibility with these microphones. And not only that, celebrities are human too. Like mm -hmm. you can't sit here and make up stuff about Cardi B and this girl is already scrutinized for the type of music that she makes for, you know, where she Being comes from. Exactly. That's always, and she's not Taking ashamed about her husband it. back time and time again. Well, you know, but her life is being scrutinized and yes, she, she, to a degree, she put herself in that position to be talked about because she is a celebrity, but at the same time, she is a human being and you can't sit here and think that if somebody made up stuff about you and then now people are publishing it on multiple sites or, you know, saying, Oh, well, allegedly this happened and having all these conversations that it's not going to affect her emotionally. And she already told y'all press, 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 press. She don't need no more press. She don't need no more press. She in Pepsi commercials and everything else. Cardi B is fine as far as her press is concerned. Jimmy Fallon, she be on and commercials and all kind of stuff. She don't need your help. She, don't she need your honestly help. was just on TikTok for the rest of her days. I'd be so happy. Who, like, Cardi B? Yeah. She's yeah, Cardi B is fun. The, oh, man. I didn't like her when she was. I, it's not that I didn't like her. I didn't like the content that she put out when she first, before anybody really knew her, when she was just, just like this trash talking, like, you know, uh, from uh love and hip-hop no before love and hip-hop oh, how she actually got on like she was just this loud you know what i have a regular negative and i was just <laughs> like whoa but then when you got a chance to see her on love and hip-hop she was hilarious and i was just like so i love funny. this girl and i and i think too because i'm biased because i love cardi b but um yeah i think tasha could have learned her lesson hopefully i know be. this is very random but do you remember the wop video yes okay do you remember how Car okay Sorry, I had a concussion this weekend. My brain's not working. <laughs> she um, had whiplash. <laughs> um, remember how Kylie Jenner's in the WAP video for like 20 seconds? Mm -hmm. And that's like a huge part of the video. Yeah. I'm just thinking about that now. It irks me. Why did she need to be in that video? She had nothing to do with any of it. You have to ask Belkalese about that. I'm so upset. Sorry. Yeah. But anyway. I digress. Uh, anyway. Yeah. So I think uh, hopefully 
Tasha K has learned her lesson and I from the video that she posted about because I watched the whole thing where she was basically, you know, kind of giving her take on it and just saying that, you know, um, I will continue to fight and all this other kind of stuff. And I'm just like, fight for what? You're talking shit about a celebrity. But my thing is, I think you haven't learned your lesson because if I got here's the thing. If anybody took me to court and said, bitch, you slandered me and the, the jury says, yes, bitch, we found evidence and you got to pay her four million dollars. You know what I would do? Shut the fuck up. Log off permanently and shut the fuck up. And at least for six months, shut the fuck up. She's like, pulling on Bill Cosby. You need to go on a corner and just yeah, shut up. I'm going on tour. Okay. No. Like, no. Yeah. It's it's a nightmare. Like, just be quiet. Keep your, be quiet. Keep a name out your mouth. Listen, pride comes before a fall. That's all I'm saying. Pride oh. comes before a fall. So anyway, uh, on the backs of that, uh, pride coming before a fall. Some people did fall, literally. Uh, you were telling me about a story that I haven't heard any. De- I haven't heard the details about. It. I just heard the headline. Uh, so I guess some brothers allegedly killed their stepfather or something like that. Yeah. What's going on with when that? anyone says brother out of context like that, I think of Hulk Hogan. You remember how he used to say yes, brother, brother. <laughs> Let me uh, get their names. Okay. Will you cut this out, or are you just gonna tell me you're gonna cut it out? I'll probably just tell you I'm gonna cut it out. Cool. No, I'm not even gonna say it because I'm not gonna lie. You're not gonna take me to court for slander. <laughs> slander. <laughs> but good job. Listen, Cardi B, I applaud you. Take take them hoes to to court. Don't because no, y'all stop doing stuff like that. Okay, so these two brothers from McAllen, which is down in the valley Texas. of Texas, oh, Texas, hook 'em horns, baby. Um, Alejandro Trevino, he's eighteen. Christian Trevino, he's seventeen. Ooh. And then their friend Eduardo Melendez, writer. Um, they Jeez. allegedly, young. supposedly murdered their stepfather, who was being accused of inappropriately touching their little sister Mm. their nine-year-old sister why are they in jail so free them their stepdad gabriel quintanilla which that was selena's last name yes by the way why you had because that's how you have to say it uh he was found in a field oh by a farmer wow so they how old is the sister do they say nine i believe oh i do believe that the stepdad had been accused before of like being sexually inappropriate with a minor but apparently supposedly the cops had gone to get him apprehend him and Mm. they just couldn't find him wow so he was never taken to jail wow and the brothers were like yeah, we're going to take this down. These brothers found this shit out, went to this homie's trailer park, got him. I think that's an appropriate Got Got punishment. him there. Yeah. The scuffle moved to an apartment complex. They got, got him there, threw him in a truck, took him to a field, and they got him one last time. You got murked for doing that. I mean. I don't know. So now there's a petition going around because obviously they're arrested and they've been charged. Well, where do I sign? I need to sign this petition because those I'm boys just, don't need to be in jail. I don't i like god thank the lord i've never been in that situation yeah but holy moly I, mean, I think too even when you have you know family members or mothers or fathers that do that um because even you ever watch a movie a time to kill you probably haven't never a heard time that to kill a time to kill oh, give me sweet, some context so here. samuel l jackson plays in a time to kill i know him um who was his wife did his real wife actually play in that no she did not who was the wife in there it was not Alfred Woodard. Um, I can't remember who the wife was. Um, Matthew McConaughey was in there. He played the lawyer. I know lawyer. that guy. Oh, the one with Sandra Bullock. Yes, yeah, Sandra Bullock. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I've seen this, Shirley. Yeah, I've, well, 
anyway, the, the preface of the story is that um, his daughter was sexually assaulted by three, two or three white men. Anyway, and he went back and murdered them. So now he's on trial for murder. Anyway, but yes, I think that um, there should be a law where um, you can go and get revenge whatever way you see fit. They're also so young. 17, 18. Yeah. But you can't imagine. But I mean, a nine-year-old girl and her brothers being overprotective already. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I have an older brother, but he wasn't overprotective. He, like, he didn't grow up in the household with us. So there's no overprotective protectiveness at all but i'm quite if you saw if you heard somebody violating your brother your younger yeah. because i'm the baby so i don't have any younger siblings but even if they did that to my older my older siblings i would definitely lose my mind yeah i probably would i want justice for the friend he was just a listen right or die that's a good friend that's a good friend they say get in the car he said i'm with you absolutely i appreciate that so i'm yeah. not going on that there's like two hundred thousand names signed to this petition um and petitions have been doing a lot lately remember that trucker who was very true. Sentenced to forever in jail. A hundred years. And a hundred years. Didn't they, didn't they uh, bring it down to like five or ten? Yeah. Something like that. Mm-hmm. I still think that's too much. But anyway. Um, so that's what's going on in Texas. That and a woman tried to purchase a child at a Walmart. <laughs> For how much? For Well, first she offered $250,000. And when the mom was like, no. She was like, fine, 500000 And they were like, what the hell? And she would not leave this mom alone. And it was this little, like, blonde-haired, blue-eyed baby boy. And the mom was freaked out. And this lady kept going after her, trying to buy her kid. Did she prove that she had the $500,000? Because I would have been like, let's do an even exchange here. (laughs) Money talks, bullshit walks, lady. Thank you. No, I think the mom was freaked out because some lady was running after her, trying to buy her child. That's Um, crazy. So the cops went to arrest her. Because I don't know if you know it, but it's illegal to buy and sell children. Well, I I think we should look at this on the bright side, right? At least she didn't just go and kidnap your child. At least she asked and offered you money. A fair price. I would yeah. say five hundred five hundred thousand dollars is a fair price for a child. I would say so. Not my child, because if <laughs> if, my, if I have to go through that shit, I'm keeping them. Yeah, I'm nah. using them for labor. They got to pay tax off. returns. Hell yes. yeah, them child checks. But I'm just saying, yeah. you know, I don't know that child people who parents. have five hundred thousand dollars on hand cash shop at Walmart. I'm not saying they don't. I'm just saying I'd be a little concerned as to the validity validity of that claim. Yeah, no, I just don't think you have five hundred thousand dollars because if you just offer that to buy a child, you de- I don't even I don't even think that that's like a sex trafficking thing. That lady probably more than likely had a mental issue. She had to allegedly, but now you got to go to jail. Yeah, you're so just probably spout, forever. You're, you're letting your mouth talk, spouting some bullshit, but not and e- now you're gonna end your ass up in jail. And also, when people find out why you're in jail because you tried to buy a child, they go they gonna kill you. That's not good <laughs> in jail because a, a lot of people in jail got kids. So yeah, don't do that. Uh uh-uh. Texas is having a time. This y'all are well. Also, too, y'all are having another time because you were telling me something about uh some the incident or something like that. You told me you want to tell me on the air. Yo, listen to this. I was on TikTok. Per usual. Maybe. Me too. You've been on TikTok as well. Mm-hmm. And I came across this speech. She was this cute little lady. And she is a speech therapist. And her name is a five, six, seven, eight. It's hot chocolate is really hot. JRC underscore the SLP. Right. And she was I saying. Her hair. I know. She's beautiful. So she is a speech therapist in multiple elementary schools. Mm-hmm. And so she said she kept getting these um, emails talking about an incident in one of her schools. And she was like, I don't know what the hell they're talking about. So she finally talked to one of the teachers there who said the librarian had the third grade class reenact the Holocaust full with costumes and everything. She had the kids digging graves. Wait, 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 wait. The librarian. The librarian. And did they say how old the librarian is? No, but I'm thinking decrepit and white and angry. 
what? This is not our. Pl- I keep saying this. This is not our planet. We are on the wrong planet. Reenact the Holocaust with costumes what? as the Whoa. children digging graves had the child picked out to play Hitler kill himself. Are you serious? And then the child that was assigned to be Hitler also was a Jewish boy. So that really rounded out the whole thing. But isn't that insane? Third graders. Where'd you get the costumes from? That's what I was about to ask. Did you? Also, what were the costumes? I'm quite sure that. Because the Jews didn't have shit in the Holocaust. No. They took them shoes, their jewelry, their teeth, everything. They took their lives? Like, what the they fuck? They did take like, the lives, too. What, 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 in, what in your brain makes you think that that is appropriate to reenact something? Like, if you were doing a lesson about this is what the Holocaust was, blah, 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 X, Y, and Z, right? But to go as far as to dress up children and get costumes, you ought to be put in jail. Also, I don't think I learned about the, I'm not saying kids shouldn't learn about the Holocaust, but I don't think I learned about that till like seventh grade where you can be like, oh, okay. I think I learned about it in, I learned about the Holocaust, ho, what? The Holocaust in high school. Like I knew what it was because just mm-hmm. at, from being at home and my parents, you know, of course, educated us on that. But as far as going very deep in the history yeah. of the Holocaust, I think was in um, high school because I think one of my uh, my history teacher, I think I want to say he was Jewish. He was a Jewish man. Yeah, he was a Jewish man. He didn't make you reenact the Holocaust. No, I would have slapped the shit out of that. I'm man. just thinking. No. I'm I don't know much about kids, but I'm gonna say third grade's a little too young to learn about genocide. <laughs> But reenacting it. Exactly. I don't think they're too young to learn about it, but I think they need, there's way too young to reenact. Like, why, why do you need to reenact that? Yo, speaking of reenactments, did your school, did your high school ever do the like drunk driving simulation? Yes. That shit's traumatic. But I went to a black school, so they didn't have all the supplies. Oh. <laughs> were so they we like, didn't have like the fake blood and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, where they get like the totaled car and they yeah. pull one of your classmates out and the mm-hmm. cops come and then you have to lay their dead. With a toe tag yeah. on. Yeah, they did that. That shit's traumatic. We just didn't have texting and driving because again, nobody had cell phones at that time. So oh. <laughs> cell phones were out and they were invented, but nobody had a cell phone like that when I was in school. And everybody had two-way pages or beepers. No, I was I was three. too many reenactments but even there was a one teacher that did that with uh the white this white teacher who did that with um these black students and she basically reenacted a slave auction block where she put these little black kids and made the white kids pay for (laughs) them that's not funny i'm sorry if i like can you just imagine the kids getting super into it and they're like fifty dollars a hundred. Listen. He's strong. I'll give you two fifty. I think this is why God has not allowed me to have children yet. Have you seen his dad? His dad's huge. I think this is why God has not allowed me to have kids yet because he knows that the minute I either push or have anything comes out of my uterus that is my my DNA, I, I will murder somebody over my child. <laughs> you, you do. I'm gonna come up there and just break, no questions asked. I'm breaking your jaw. I what just is wrong don't with even people? think you can calm, cool, collectively have that discussion. Like if I'm that parent at that school and you, even if you made my child not the slave, that's just no so inappropriate that's dude. so inappropriate like there's never going to be a time where you tell me that that's appropriate again to ever the buying and a... selling of people is illegal and it's morally well i mean this country's morally moral. corrupt very and and you need jesus and you need your ass whooped too like that's ridiculous huh. all right let's just take a quick break and we'll be right back 
This episode of the Face Off with Fleming and Fowler is sponsored by MyApothecary.com. MyApothecary is the premier online destination for hemp-derived CBD that will help you curate a wealthy lifestyle. CBD is one of many restorative compounds found in the cannabis plant. Its benefits include decreased pain, improved mood, decreased anxiety, and much more. Some of y'all know that I have crazy ADHD, so I'm heavily medicated at all times, and I've been taking CBD oil at night to kind of calm me down, get me ready for bed. 1010 would recommend. Worried about regulations? The passing of the 2018 Farm Bill made hemp-derived CBD legal to sell and consume. So yes, CBD is 100% legal and perfect for every person of legal age. My Apothecary's featured line, Broad Bloom, offers broad-spectrum CBD oil drops, sports cream, and soft gels. These products have no THC, so you can stay fly without the high or zen without the spin. Shop now at www.myapothecary.com and sign up for their newsletter to get exclusive offers, product releases, and CBD news. Remember to always check with your healthcare provider before consuming any supplement. You must be 21 to purchase and consume, and shipping is only available in the U.S. of A. Don't forget to shop at www.myapothecary.com. Well, speaking of uh, school systems, I'm trying to find out oh, here it is. Um, so allegedly, you know, your favorite governor, Texas governor, of course, um, was in the news because apparently there's a bill that has been proposed by Greg Abbott, allegedly, um, for to allow parents to decide um, if their children uh, had to repeat a failed course. And there's also a part of the bill, I think, is also to place teachers on a um, a do not hire list for providing students with material uh, that's deemed obscene by the state. So here's the thing. No, because it's not going to be the slave auction simulators and the Holocaust reenactors that are going to get put on this do not fly list. It's going to be the like, what's the one we like? What's the thing we want to teach the kids? Critical race theory. That one. Mm hmm. See, that's why I can't be a teacher. I don't know what I'm talking about. I was I thought you were going to go into Abbott Ele- Elementary. I was going to say, oh. I do love Abbott Elementary. Abbott Elementary is an amazing so uh, show. So <clears throat> but no, I think. um, I mean, there should be a list for crazy teachers. Yeah, teachers that do shit like that. Yeah, those people those should go on there. List. But I feel like that list is going to be full of like super young, liberal, progressive teachers. This teacher did not cut my child's sandwich in the quarters like I asked her to. Do not hire. This teacher told my child about the banned book list. Exactly. Do not hire. But I, I do. I don't think that it's appropriate for parents to guide if their children get to pass a grade or not. Because number one, you're not an educator. Number two, you did not go to school for this. Isn't that the school's job to tell me whether or not they should go to the next exactly, grade? Exactly. Exactly. And you, ha- I honestly feel like there are probably more teachers who are passing kids who shouldn't be passed just to get rid of them. <laughs> that, hell, or, yes. or little kids who just, if, especially if they're in single parent households or in uh, households, you know, low income, then, and their, their parents are working all the time and they see the kid or the kid is trying, but they got grown ass responsibilities mm-hmm. at the house. They're just like, I know you're not where you need to be academically, but you are trying. So I'm just going to go ahead and pass you anyway. Well, that's what, when my mom was in the classroom, she was telling me that's yeah. like one of the biggest issues. She was like, I have this kid who's way below where they should be, mm-hmm. but everyone up until this point has just passed them. So what am I supposed to do now? exactly like hold them back it's not their fault that everyone keeps passing them along Mm -hmm. and what is holding them back in the deuce we just have to work to see whatever the hell we can get out of them and then they're gonna have to do all this other stuff this to me tells me that 
this the kids are way more fucked up than initially anticipated now because of all this covid shit oh yeah absolutely because first of and all, now they're like oh we would have to hold way too many kids back and it's going to disrupt everything so we're going to we're going to put this back on the parents like yeah. we did with the last two years of teaching which mm-hmm. has now fallen onto these parents yeah and i think too like it's not the children's fault like you know you got you have people and there's honestly there's really no right answer there was no right answer of how to fix a situation with a pandemic no one has lived through a pandemic who has been in a position of power in the education system and the in government as well too who knew there was no right answer so anything you did it was going to be a fuck up regardless the right, right answer was to pull everyone off the grid and to go live in off the land homeschool your own kids okay do you know anarchy. how to live off the land right now uh that will be a no if we kept wi-fi i could figure it out that's not living off the grid baby i want the i just that's the only part of the grid i need you want the grid with solar thank you <laughs> solar grids so do you know how to make your own food i could figure it out i'll buy a book okay i can make my own food like meals okay you 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 must not have seen the beanie uh, weenies Vienna sausage. what was the movie with killer mike he came out with this movie about uh it, but it wasn't a movie it was an actual it was following him through like trying to live um on just black things only like by black creators or black inventors only and then he ended up buying this big plot of land and he brought people over to try to make his own country within the united states or whatever and they had like a government and all this other kind of stuff but there were so many things that he didn't know how to do but he does know how to like grow his own food and stuff just because he grew up with his you know grandparents and everything and they did that but anyway neither here nor there yeah i think you need to learn how to garden first garden yeah Mm, like you put the that's so wild <laughs> do you know what gardening is the idea of gardening you put this in the ground and you just you water, gotta water it. it and then but it also food. yeah but you also have to watch out for different bugs that come and try to eat your crops and the soil and if your soil's not good and if it's not composted and- here's the issue with me i don't know if we've talked about this before i have add right no yeah you have ADHD. same thing ADHD. 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 they yeah. call it all adhd i was gonna now. say you're not hyperactive though no i'm not but it's all adhd now yeah. but um i've killed every plant i've ever had so no I gardening forget, for you i forget to water it out of sight out of mind baby so okay hypothetically speaking i thought we were going off on a tangent hypothetically speaking if we were off the grid during this time right what would you bring to the table of society i don't to like help the society. way you phrase that question that was extremely <laughs> rude i am a constant source of entertainment so you'll be entertaining I'm, for the children i'm entertaining okay. i'm scrappy i talk like a cartoon character i would be the tv <laughs> that that's a great that's entertainment is i needed. don't eat very much when i'm on my medication you so don't i wouldn't be what if you couldn't I have, have your medication <gasps> could you still be entertainment yeah you oh, have I'd to probably be. even more yeah <laughs> oh. um, we'll just give all the kids to my you. left lung's pretty fucked so i don't even use that much oxygen okay i'm a good one that's good yeah i'm anemic so i sleep most of the time when you're not entertaining when i'm not entertaining <laughs> i like have bouts of energy and then it's done i'm honestly your ideal candidate and how dare you no no, no that wasn't an insult raise the question like no, what that do you bring to the table i could bring uh woodworking because i do work with my hands woodworking yes i it. can build stuff you're looking at it right there. I, I built this stuff. She I bought that my, from Home Goods. No, I, I wish. I actually bought those from Michaels and then put them all together. Um, but yeah, no, I have a whole like workshop in my garage and stuff, so I can be hmm. good with my hands. I cook too, you know. Hmm. Yeah, that's about it. I'm not giving entertainment. I'm not doing no physical <laughs> no therapy. No song, no dance. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Just stretching people. <laughs> nope. They're gonna be like, uh, I've been out in this field 
can't help you. <laughs> can't do Sucks. it. Nope. Can't do it. <laughs> yeah, that's a uh, yeah. I don't think parents should dictate how kids move through the education system. No, that's why there's an education system. Exactly. If you wanted to dictate that, then that comes to homeschool, and you need to be qualified to be able to do that. Or not I just necessarily qualified, but just feel like there are very few parents who would truly be like, yeah, go ahead and hold them back. Some parents would. I know some parents would. But like, should that the overwhelming majority would not? No, I don't think so either, mm-hmm. because you're more worried about socially, mentally, emotionally, what that will do to your child. Yeah, I think you know, because even I mean, some parents are you know they'll get mad at the teacher like, well, why didn't you pass? Why did my child get an A? I'm sorry, why didn't your child get an A? Mm-hmm. I think you need to be asking your child that question. Remember when teachers used to be like, I don't give out grades you earned them or like i didn't give you a zero you earned it i went to black schools most black teachers were just like i get my paycheck whether you learn or not (laughs) (laughs) that's like what every black teacher said they were just like oh you want to keep talking if you want to i get paid whether you learn or not that's to be like you ain't teaching that shit no way (laughs) our teachers would be like you start every year or every semester with an a it's up to you whether or not you keep it my teacher just said it excuse me you're handing out the grade i don't hand out grades i give you what you earn it's like, mm. <laughs> just like you you can help us with that don't do me like that <laughs> that is absolutely insane well kind of speaking on the backs of education i don't know why this turned into like an educational uh episode but anyway we're educated smart educated um, woman that's very true we talk about the facts did you hear that um so when you took your sat what year did you take your sat 2012 baby great year I wrote a whole essay about my first time skydiving. Wow. Because it was talking about, you know, name a time you overcame fear and anxiety. Yeah, an obstacle, whatever. So in 2012, I was actually uh, in my third year in PT school. Anyway, we were uh, so old. I'm not old. I'm young. I'm only 10 years old. I'm 37. I look good. Anyway, uh, I took my SAT in 2001. I was in first grade. I could barely <laughs> write my name. You were taking a standardized test. I was to try to get Eight, into college. Well, yeah. And wh- how long was your test though? Long enough for me to not want to take it ever again. Maybe five hours, maybe? Yeah, I think mine was five hours. Does that hours sound too. right? Five yes, hours? absolutely. So um, in the news, by 2024, the SAT is actually going to be set to be digital and will be shortened. Shortened to what? Um, that test takes forever. Yeah, I don't know. They didn't say exactly like how long it would be, but they just said that... Um, they're going to make it digitized now uh, within the next two years. And, and you can take it from home, right? You better not be able to take that from can home. Can you take it from Why did I hear that? Or maybe no, I you can't. You shouldn't be able to take that from home. You should have to take that at a testing center. We couldn't do that. Digital. But you know what? I bet you all the kids are so used to digital now. Probably, well, yeah, with homeschool. It's probably easier I'm not homeschool, but uh, virtual learning. Virtual learning. Yeah. Did you use a Scantron, though? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. A booklet. It was a booklet. Yeah. With Scantron. Yes, and then you had to do your, like, your essay part. But But what was your score, though? It was before it switched back. So mine was at a 2,400. Mm. Because now it's at a 1,600 again. Oh, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, we had to get a 1,600. See, every 10 years they switch it back. Yeah, because even I've heard people like with the, um, not with the ACT, but even like, yeah, well, just with, I think it is an SAT. And they're just like, oh, yeah, I got a 37. And I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, Don't yeah, the ACT is like, like yeah. short and scale too. Yeah. No, because I, the first time I took it, I didn't have a calculator. Why? They didn't provide it for you? You know, my ass forgot it. Oh, of course I did. I was going to say, we, and I'm horrible at math. So I got the same exact score on my PSAT and my SAT. Why would you take a PSAT? What is that for? More torture? Practice. You practice SAT. Who does that? White people. I was going to say, I don't even think we had a PSAT. The white kids. Maybe we did. You probably did. You just didn't do it. You probably don't remember. It was like 15 years ago. Well, I took it twice and I did it the first time because, um, 
You have to take a practice SAT. You can't just no. go in there and just yeah, you shoot could. your shot. Hail I never, Marian. I never took a, I never took a Man, practice. That's uh, a big test. PSAT. Yeah, I know because when I took it, we took it in these like, um, what are these to call them? Portables, a portable. <laughs> I haven't said that word in a very long time. Like a portable building. Yeah, like a portable like school portable. <laughs> A tiny home for you, kids. <laughs> all it was was four plastic walls. They're like, yes. oh, it's building. You can hear everything with like a, a what you call it, an AC vent just hanging out of the They're window. Like, we have run out of space. <laughs> yeah. Here's we, a makeshift classroom. Because we took it because um, I think they allowed they allowed you to take two in the year for free or something like that. And because my best friend and I, we went and took it and we were, we just Christmas treat the shit out of that damn test. I was just like, because they're like, oh, take it the first time just to see what you get, blah, blah, blah. And you kind of know how to study. And I had the little book, but I didn't really study that shit. And then I took it again. I was just like, well, I don't get in. I just don't get in. The GRE was what I was talking about as far as the scores oh, being changed. Oh, that shit was Because we joke. had to get a, what was it, a thousand on your GRE to get into grad school or something like that? I did not get a thousand. No, I didn't either. I got one. I got two points over when I needed to get into grad school. It was like seven hundred and something. I didn't even get what I needed to get to get in grad school. So God is good. His grace is <laughs> sufficient. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And look yeah, at us now. Definitely, we are hating that we went to college. <laughs> it was not worth it. All right, on to some uh, interesting things. Uh, little Debbie, we got to talk about this. If you all don't know, I am a connoisseur oh of gosh. oatmeal pies, right, and of Little Debbie snacks. Okay. Why do you love, like, when did that start, the oatmeal pie thing? So, growing up in South Florida, mm-hmm. hurricanes hit you multiple times a year. I've heard, yes. And the only things that you have to live off on that will sustain you, Little Debbie snacks. <laughs> that's not good, <laughs> ma'am. I don't think that's right. Well, when you're a kid, it's just burning fuel. It's like that's Twinkies. It. Exactly. Well, I don't like Twinkies. Ugh, Twinkies are gross. Oh, you just like oatmeal pie. I don't like centered field stuff like that. And oatmeal pie is literally it's full thicker. in this. Oh my but it's God. thicker. Oh. It's, and it's and the oatmeal is much. So, it's like a it's a consistency thing for me. But um, you give me a rice, uh, not a rice krispie treat. Uh, um, I do love rice krispie treats. An though. oatmeal pie, a strawberry shortcake, a Swiss roll, oh. a cosmic brownie, a I do honey fuck bun. With Brownies, Star Crunch. Bun. You remember the Nutter Butters? Ooh, uh, wait. Butters. you hate. Oh, I don't like wafers. God, dude, I don't like wafers. It's like that. so hard to do this podcast with someone who has such little taste. It really what? is. I have a you don't like Nutter Butters. Those are the best ones. It's peanut butter wafers. Name one covered. Name wafers. one black person that eats Nutter Butters. If this you girl, if you right eat Nutter here. Butters, then put it in the comments. Put a peanut in the comment. <laughs> I don't think they Put have a peanut one. emoji. So apparently, so the reason why I'm bringing up Little Debbie is not because I'm just a fat ass. I'm bringing it up because, I'm, I mean, I'm obese, but whatever. I'm working on it. I'm going to the gym. Anywho, uh, but Little Little Debbie has actually come out um, with. They've teamed up with Hudsonville Ice Cream. Never heard of Hudsonville, but I'm quite sure it's amazing. And so they are coming out with seven ice cream flavored. Uh, uh, ice creams come, um, that are Lord Jesus my words inspired by Little Debbie so they have a oatmeal pie I'm looking for that I actually went to Walmart yesterday and tried to look for it and they did not have it anyway that's very disappointing do you eat ice cream like that? no okay I, right. I mean not, no I, I mean not cow milk ice cream like mm-hmm. um, I don't do soy either I do like the uh, lactose not lactose free but uh, so dairy free so you're buy this to what? just to be able to say I had it <laughs> and I'm going to deal with the consequences Sweet. later. Sweet. I mean, I'm not lactose intolerant, but I just don't, I don't drink cow milk because of the hormones and stuff that they put in there allegedly. Um, so yeah, they came out. We they, don't want big dairy coming after. Listen, us. you see the way they, that the meat industry did Oprah, she won, but goddamn, they came out there for some, <laughs> some shit. She had to move her whole show to Texas anyway. Um, so they came out with oatmeal pie, uh, strawberry shortcake, nutter butter, nutter, 
Are strawberry, the strawberry shortcake is that the one with the little crumpled shits on top no it's just like the strawberry swirl in the middle oh okay okay, okay. those are really really good they have uh the swiss cake roll the cosmic brownie the honey bun and I bet you that zebra cakes brown oh my brother loves zebra cakes my sister loves zebra cakes it's weird she will that. tear up a damn zebra cake it's ridiculous like, those in the christmas trees oh oh i do like the christmas trees for some reason i like the little gingerbread when they come out limited edition every now um now. you remember those star cluster ones they're like kind of caramely chocolate covered it looks like a mound of rice krispies no that's a new snack <laughs> Wow, you got the new snacks. You put me on some new. I thought I knew every snack there was. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm a snack back. <laughs> this is the fattest podcast on the web. We always end up talking about food at some point in time on this podcast. Um, but, my yeah. worry is that they're just going to crumple up some shit and throw it in some ice cream and call it a new flavor. And I don't want that. I need, like, give me something good. Like, I need the ice cream to have a flavor. I need there to be chunks of stuff in it, maybe a ribbon of something caramel swirl well the oatmeal pie cereal that they put out little debbie put out is really girl is i bought like six boxes at a time i'm not even supposed to be eating cereal i think but, any, anything that says oatmeal pie you're just gonna buy it yes i love oatmeal pies it listen the way to my heart is through an oatmeal pie that's all i'm saying yeah we grew up eating oatmeal pies i love them well you know one of my friends shout out to my friend tammy um, hey tammy her little brother oh we used to call him t- well his our little brother tim i think this is his name tim anyway he did this one time when he was very little he stole like her oatmeal pies like out of her room or something and so as much as as big as he is i'm quite sure he's probably like his like mid-20s now early 20s whatever but we still be like remember that time you stole his oatmeal pies <laughs> egregious <laughs> he'd just be like let it go <laughs> let it the fuck go like, okay never mind little brothers but, yeah they're amazing um so uh last couple of things that we want to talk about do we want to talk about these podcasters these black men podcasters yo <laughs> i know we sit up here every whatever and we come on your earphones every tuesday mm-hmm. and we say some crazy wild out-of-pocket shit but these men with their microphones i'm so over it dude what are they saying out here every the all these people with podcasts who have y chromosomes who are just sitting here saying this stupid shit about women because they just want to put their here let me find one i bet literally i can do like three scrolls and i'll find one i was gonna say yeah it's not that difficult to find um it. <clears throat> oh yeah look found one for you was that one you showed me earlier yeah so this is um hold let me get the i'll edit it yeah edit this so i can tell you what is this called this is owen's perspective now mr owen i don't know who you are i don't know what's going on but i just need you to listen to this oh jesus i could have 18 30 40 50 women pregnant at the same time as a female you can only be pregnant by one man at a time and further it benefits you as a woman to stick to that man because the more you get pregnant the more your value declines (laughs) stretch marks losing the vaginal elasticity and all of these meaningful things that attract men so you are one who should stick with a man so monogamy is very meaningful for women whereas for a male who has a lot of resources monogamy is not a necessity it's actually a detriment to you i've always i i personally think if you're a man of a certain status and income it's stupid for you to be monogamous but you know what i'm saying but women can still benefit from i call this the freaking this is all Joe Rogan's fault. He gave men this like. Is Joe Rogan like a misogynist? 
Have Allegedly. You, have you listened to the Joe Rogan podcast? Only when Miss Pat was on there. Mm. <laughs> That's the only time I've ever seen I think seen he podcast. just gave men this green light to be like, go out there, wild out, say what you want. You can say anything. And there's got to be some man out there who will agree with you. And that's your new following. And you don't have a platform and all these people backing you up. But just there's all, but literally I'm just bombarded on my For You page of men saying dumbass shit like that. I just think. And it has to be for clickbait, right? There's no way. Like he can't be, first of all, he can't have a wife or a girlfriend or kids at all saying stuff like that. It's a vaginal elasticity. But, but my thing is, do you even have a vagina? Because if you don't have a vagina, you shouldn't speak on vaginal things is my point. Like stretch marks. Who gives, men have stretch marks. I thought it was 2022. I thought we were done just being like, oh, women are here just to look pretty and have babies. But how, I'm, I don't understand how having children devalues women in any kind of way because i think i i personally believe especially as a single woman i look at a man with multiple children with multiple baby mamas as devalued like Uh don't nobody want to deal with all of that like baby mama no what no absolutely not like what i don't where are these men's mothers this is the new pandemic where their fathers i'm sorry men with podcasts i swear to god these people are weird they need therapy and a hug seriously they need to be on somebody's couch an older sister every boy needs sisters i believe it how do you i honestly think that it's stupid for men with money to be monogamous what yep i'm tired i'm tired i'm tired i I keep saying this this is not our planet we are we are on the wrong planet somebody dropped us off i don't know if these are like walking talking bots matrix shit it has to be because there's no way real men authentic real men think like this and you know who i blame kevin samuels explain he he has this whole platform of like this high value man and like even like on you know certain dating sites like men are just like high value man swipe left bitch i'm sorry what makes you a high value man because you make a lot of money do you know how many women that make a whole shit ton of money bless you do you know a whole like they're listen, especially black women? Come on now, we're the the, high, the most highly educated demographic of people in the United States. What are you talking about? I, I would say the world, honestly. Like what? I think just truly within the last ten years, as women and specifically women of color have become even more educated, and we're mm-hmm. not having kids as early, and we're putting off getting married, and we're yeah. focusing on careers. Men are like, we need to return to the values. <laughs> so we're gonna make women who don't fit this little archetype that was in like leave it to beaver shit yeah feel awful and that's how we're gonna get our masculinity back and you know what i'm here to say that that's wrong and all that these videos and tiktoks and platforms are doing is making me see who likes it and i'll block them from my entire life but you know what i think it is too i think with these men i think some of them have the this archaic way of thinking from either their grandfathers or their uncles who ain't been shit all their lives and they are still wanting to have these you know women like their grandmothers who will sit through shit and you know have the husband with you know kids on every block and all this other kind of bullshit and it's like but you didn't bring what Willie Earl bought back in the 50s because mm-hmm. Willie Earl paid everybody's bills okay so yeah he might have been a hoe but Willie Earl paid your bills <laughs> but I was sitting my ass at home not having to work exactly. 40 hours a week damn it listen Estella did not have to work and all she, she did, did was raise kids cook and clean Willie also, Earl came home and paid the bills. You're not doing that. Mama Estella didn't have the internet and couldn't see what the hell else was out there. She was in a cult. 
and had pastors telling her, well, just go on and pray your way through. Well, I mean, we have options and access to the sure. world, the internet, people all over the place. I can see what it's like. I can see that people don't act like this. I just need and to have brains. For all the fathers out there, this is what happens when you don't spend time with your sons. <laughs> this is, this hey, is what happens. Dads, go out and give your son a hug. This has to be satire, though. This has to be for clickbait. And it's then he's, to. He's exp- he has to be explaining a story about somebody. And then he's like, haha, I got you. That wasn't really my opinion. He has to be doing that. I right? don't understand. How are you saying that a woman is less valuable when she's pregnant because she can only have one man's child at a time when you have the ability to go and impregnate multiple people at the same time? Yeah, you're, it sounds like but you're I'm devalued. Because <laughs> I made more rare. one commitment and you've now made 27. Listen, that's she, called child support love. That's 40% times seven. <laughs> I, I don't do math. But no, I mean, but even a woman having a, being able to bring forth life, like, how does that devalue? She's the creator of life and the giver of life, and that de- somehow devalues her because of vaginal elast- elast- elasticity. Like to carry on your dumbass. Where's line. your mother? Your stupid DNA. Where's your grandmother? Where are the women in your life? You can't have mothers. You can't have. There's no. You're raised by wolves. How did? Like, can no you imagine sense. telling your mom, "Wow, mom." Thank God you stayed with dad because you would be so much less valuable if you had had multiple children from multiple men. Would you say that to your daughter? Like, oh, you had a baby. You're less valuable. What? I'm going to say this is all clickbait, but it's not the clickbait we need. No, no. Because people are, I mean, that's even the one guy who came out, um, the one podcast that was like getting a lot of traction and stuff about talking about uh, his preferences in women and saying that allegedly that, um, cause I saw the clip and he was saying that, Oh no, I, I don't date black women. You know, if you, you know, I, I don't date, uh, he called them night riders. And then he said, well, if you want to go out here and get you a Shaniqua and I'm just like, sir, there's a difference between a preference and like self-hatred and what you displayed was self-hatred because for you to just equate someone's name with, you know, this stereotypical, act of black women that's a whole different level of self-hatred like i can say for me i prefer to date black men but i don't be out here billy bob is a piece of shit i don't do <laughs> stuff like that and you know like that's stupid How about i don't date embezzlers i don't date narcissists exactly. i don't date people who have two left feet i'll take that people who talks about women's vaginas who don't have one like what the fuck if anyone that's ever refers weird. to the elasticity of my vagina what it sounds like to me is that you have a small penis, sir. That's, I was trying to not say it, but facts beget facts. If you're worried about somebody's elasticity, it sounds like you got, just got a small dick. I mean, go get you some, uh, you know, a penile implant or some shit. I don't know. That's a stupid. penile implant would fix a lot of these problems. Oh Jesus! These or men just self acceptance. Let's all love each other and ourselves. This is when we need to put prayer back in the schools. That's <laughs> 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 just so weird. Wow. Anyway, what are we watching? Anything good, juicy? Today, well, first of all. Let me start from the start. I started watching 20 somethings hashtag 20 somethings on Netflix, which mm-hmm. is the reality show in Austin, Texas, where they take all these young people, they throw them in Austin and they say, live your life. Yeah. Man. Oh man. Do I miss Austin, Texas sometimes? I don't know if you know, I lived there. Yeah. You went to school there. Have I talked about it enough? Uh, quite a bit. Hook of horns. Is that Hook of horns, baby. Um, I didn't <laughs> realize I missed Austin so much, but watching the show, I'm just, God, man, that's a good town to be young in. Yeah. Um, would I ever move back? Absolutely not. I've only been to Austin once, and that was when I graduated my MBA, and we stayed in a hotel that was literally the same street as, like, it looked like Austin, Texas, Skid Row. It and, sounds like uh, 6th Street. It was 
downtown and it was a marriott it was a very nice hotel oh but that is yeah sixth street Definitely didn't know that. baby and i was like yep nope we, we're gonna die let's leave and i go you know to how many the homeless Ikea. people i've met and fed on that street drunkenly it was at a 3 lot it mm-hmm. was a lot i'm like y'all paying how, how much is this a night with all these homeless people sitting outside no yep but yeah and then i go to that you know used to go to the ikea there but yeah, that's about it <laughs> yeah so that was that's been a fun one and then um i started watching archive 81 on Netflix. i did see the preview for that i want to watch that too i lay down to take i was like i'm gonna take a little bit a little nap before the podcast because i, I want to be well rested give the people what they want have yeah. my energy on 10 let me just put something on in the background do you think i fell asleep no, no. that movie looks way too intense it to was me to fall it's like that. it's about this guy who restores old camcorder footage mm-hmm that's what it's called, right? You ever owned a camcorder? No, but is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Camcorder video like, camera? Is it VCR? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that. VHS, I mean. That one. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he, you just, he gets approached by someone to kind of restore this film that was lost in a fire. And the, he just keeps like uncovering stuff. But there's something about found footage or like the, I guess it's not technically found footage, but mm-hmm. they make it seem like it's found footage. Mm-hmm. That shit creeps me out. Yeah. There's something about like watching something that wasn't meant for you. That was a very, you know, I don't Mm -hmm. know. So it's found footage. It's super creepy. He keeps uncovering all this stuff and he's looking for different things. It's got me. Muy interesante. Is it considered horror or like Uh, sci-fi? What did you call me? Horror. I didn't call you a whore. I said horror. Is it a horror movie? I'm just not hearing the difference. Horror. (laughs) Horror. Horror. (laughs) <laughs> it's, the, it's the different thing a horror movie you are a whore we're gonna have to talk about that later that's two different things <laughs> anyway tell us in the comments if i said two different things i said two different things horror and a whore i think it's suspense it's not suspense scary so, <laughs> say, say horror horror that's what i said horror 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 <laughs> anyway it's it's kind of it's so good the acting's great it's got that guy asher from um well, uh, how did i how know? did i how did i get married to no how to get away with <laughs> murder <laughs> <laughs> and he was on uh but tyler perry's how did i get married what's to? the other one orange is the new black orange is the new black yeah. yeah and he's like he's in it um it's good i've only watched a couple episodes but yeah i am intrigued and i'm still watching yellow jackets it's getting creepy so yeah. i had to back off a little bit cool beans i stayed up till five o'clock this morning uh, watching binge watching this one show called all of us are dead I, as soon as i saw the preview i said i bet you monica yeah. fleming is watching this shit because it's apocalyptic isn't it yes i yep. absolutely if you don't know anything about me i love apocalyptic movies she is okay? manifesting the end of the world i mean it's gonna happen look how many videos it is first of all i just want to give a shout out to south korea South Korea. <laughs> no, please Be- no. the reason why is because south korea has some of the most amazing apocalyptic movies on netflix like because they're living the apocalypse are they, you kidding well no not north korea south korea I, either korea but they're they're our allies but south korea <laughs> we do love they gave korea. us squid games i mean that's true you know, that's true exactly so they have some brilliant geniuses over there in movie and television i just you know k-dramas oh love them i, I don't understand what they're saying like, but i love it what's going on that they can come up with this wild shit in their minds probably north korea <laughs> north korea right it's a little yes. close a little too close well for comfort. the thing is that the all of us are dead uh uh series it's a it's one season and it's 12 episodes it's literally about this zombie apocalypse that happens uh, um there's a virus outbreak that happens in the high school and these high school kids are literally trying to survive the night and trying to survive and get to the adults and all this other kind of stuff because all their classmates are turning 
here's one thing that it, it does kind of reminisce of like what happened with Wuhan and the COVID uh, virus as well too with COVID-19 and um, just how to survive. Like, I really feel like there's really two things that you need, like as far as weapons is concerned when you're trying to survive. Number one, a crowbar. A crowbar can be used as a weapon and also can be used to hold stuff up, to close stuff, keep things closed, um, and to pry open doors and locks, yeah, right? Yeah, where do you get a crowbar from? You can buy them at Walmart or Home Depot. Really? I got a crowbar in my, what you call, in my garage. I didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. You can buy a crowbar, like 15 bucks. Probably less than that. Hmm. Okay, carry but on. But a steel one, though, obviously. But, uh, I mean, I don't make plastic ones. But anyway, and then <laughs> a pistol if you can find one. Like, yes, a semi-automatic is amazing. But most people, especially, like, if you have to bring into somebody's house or something like that, most people have pistol, like, uh, bullets versus semi-automatic. Hmm. So, yeah. Like an AR-15 as soon as you break into someone's house. I mean, if you went to Kyle Rittenhouse's <laughs> house, he would have it. Who? You know. And but, that's a TBT for another time. Exactly. But yeah, so a zombie apocalypse. Make sure y'all uh, watch it on Netflix. It's really good. That sounds, I mean, it looked interesting. It's like Netflix's top 10 this week. Yeah, it was really good. I'm telling you, South Koreans, they make amazing movies. And, and it, it's overdubbed with, you know, uh, uh, English subtitles and all that kind of stuff. Well, you're not when, reading. When you just, do the dub in English, do you keep the captions up? No, I can't watch. So here's the thing. Movies, I cannot watch with captions because I have a tendency to keep reading them and I'm not mm. looking at it. But if I'm on TikTok and people have the captions on, I have a tendency to look at the captions. I don't know why it just uh, does it. I can't hear for shit. And I also don't pay attention unless I'm engaged on multiple fronts. So I have to keep the captions on. But when mm. it's dubbed, that means that I'm hearing English and I'm reading English captions, but the words aren't matching the voice. Yeah. I mean, sometimes like that when, it, when it's uh, written in... Is it is it written in Korean? Korean, Korean is the the written language on the bottom. Yes, so it's written like, and then they you know translate it to English and what the signs actually say and stuff like that. That's cool. So yeah, but they don't have the whole. I mean, because it's English, but you know their mouths aren't moving the same. Yeah. So, <laughs> but it's a really good it's a really good series. Only if you like zombie apocalyptic stuff, which I do. If so. there had been a zombie apocalypse when I was in high school, I a hundred and twelve percent would have died. Um, I just don't think I had my faculties together. And I was way more malnourished and out of shape. I was I was definitely in shape in high school because I played flag football. I was in the marching band and I did discus and shot put. So I probably, I don't think I would have been able to outrun anything, but <laughs> I would have had the strength to throw something off me. Oh, just swinging yeah, around. Yeah, I would have had the strength to fight. Absolutely. Yeah. Huh. Definitely. That's good. I'm glad one of us would have survived. Yeah. And now in college? Mm. Nah. I was drunk. The Definitely different story. All right. Last thing that we're going to talk about in the rehab, we're going to head over and over to the rehab corner. Anything else we need to talk about before we go to mm, rehab corner? No. All right. They yeah. tried to make me go to rehab. I, I said, go, go, go. Hey, yes, I've been bad, but when I come back, you go, go, go. Get your ass in that corner. Hey, welcome to the rehab corner, everybody. All right. So in the rehab corner, we're going to talk about, I saw this uh, video on, uh, social media that really resonated with um me and i figured that it would resonate very well with the list as well too because you know we work in healthcare industry and all that kind of stuff and we've seen a lot of different things anyway there was this uh one i think she was either a nurse or respiratory therapist and she basically was sitting in her break room and she was just like um you know very kind of not distraught but just kind of like you could tell she was over it and she was just like um i literally just had to help intubate a 94 year old patient or put a 94 year old patient on a ventilator <clears throat> and so then it cut to this other woman who's a nurse who she was advocating for um 
something called death with dignity. And I don't know if it's anything that's official yet, but she was just saying that it, that death uh, with dignity should be uh, a law. That's basically in all 50 States where it allows people to be able to, it's kind of like doctor assisted euthanasia, mm -hmm. right. Uh, to be able to die with dignity, literally, and not put 94 year olds who are full codes, like do everything you can for them, compressions and everything else. And it's like, they're so, 94. Oh God, I hate when they do compressions on old people. You just you're gonna break their ribs. That's mm, all. They, that's they're gonna it. be just Get rice krispies. Just... Seriously, they're gonna they're gonna die. You're only prolonging the inevitable. Like, why do you want a 94 year old on a ventilator? Death is one of those things that no one talks about unless you're intimately involved with it on an everyday basis. So like, mm -hmm. everyone in our office, literally probably once a week, we all have the conversation. We're like. Do not put me on ECMO. Do not keep me on a ventilator for too long. If I need a, comb my hair, if I need a trike or a peg, maybe we should talk about what's going on. Comb my hair, shave my leg, you know, things like that. Definitely, because we put, see definitely it every put day. me on ECMO though. I want to be on ECMO. I give it two, I, not for five months. No, no don't do no. that. No, we have ECMO time limits in the office. Yeah. Um, and I need to get up with therapy even if I'm dying. Yes. Uh, but normal people don't have conversations like that no. and they just know what they see on tv and what the doctors tell them so the mm -hmm. doctors the i don't know if you have a doctor who's honest with you mm -hmm. but then they also play that game where they're like well we've seen we it's, no, it, could. it could we don't want to say 100 yeah. percent because it's not a you know so no one has that conversation you just see on tv like oh this person was in a coma for six years and then mm -hmm. they woke up so maybe they can't i don't know people need to talk more about options and what they want to mm -hmm. happen because when this kind of stuff does happen, it usually is very quick and unexpected and then you're screwed. And then I think you two have family members fighting over what they would want. Like, <clears throat> I mean, I've seen it multiple times where um, family members come in, especially siblings. And they're just like, mom would want this. And the lady is just looking like, oh, I just want to die already. Oh. You know, and they're just like, no, we want to keep, and you, you have the kids fighting because nobody is the power of attorney. You know, nobody's the medical power of attorney mm -hmm. over the over the person. And you can have a medical power of attorney without having, you know, your decisions being taken away right then and there. It's in the event you become incapacitated, not currently now. Right. Um, but I think I think too, people of color also I feel like people of color don't have that conversation, that death conversation a whole lot. Why do you want to bring me? You trying to, you trying to kill me? It's like, no, I'm actually trying to prepare. So we're not just left all in the cold. Like, can we know where your, you know, life insurance policies are? Like, do you even have one? That's why Molly was trying you know. to get her mom and dad to write a will for three episodes. Exactly. And they finally did it with the help of uh, Kelly, mm -hmm. you know, but yeah, I think, uh, I've seen so many times where 90 year olds were intubated and put on ventilators. And no, I'm just 90 like, is why? a good long life. And there's just not a lot of coming back from those measures when you're 90. No, no, you have no, most 90 year olds do not have fights in them left like mm -hmm. that to be able to come back and then, oh, we're going to rehab. We want them to walk without a walker. They're 90. This is They're it. 90. Let this those people go. Like, I know you're going to miss your grandma. I know it. I know it. it but I just, just feel let like it go. at the hospital, it takes so much sometimes for people over the age of 80. It takes so much to make someone limited interventions mm -hmm. even because the family's like, do everything. And yeah. I'm like, do you know what it means to do everything? I don't think they, and I think that's the missing piece of the puzzle. I don't think they know what everything actually is. Cause if they knew what it entailed, mm -hmm. they would not want their family members to suffer like that. Yeah. Cause I mean, there's you, no way. No, you got feeding tubes, a machine got, breathing for you, all these medicines making your heart beat. Pressure sores. Like it's no, 
then they're on halfway Sars, sedation and they're just tubes it's sedated. Oh, it's horrible. I, I do think that that should be a rule though. And especially too, when you have a lot of these terminal cases, especially like uh terminally ill, uh, um, cancer cases or just terminally ill, like rare conditions. I think people should have the choice of when they want to die. Yeah. Like they're in control of their faculties. They know exactly they have capacity to make decisions for themselves. And I think that we should have, you know, physician assisted euthanasia. I really do. I just think these extended measures are for the living. Like you are young or you're younger and healthy and have your life. So you're mm-hmm. thinking, why wouldn't they want to live? Why wouldn't we do everything for them to live longer? Yeah. But when you're in the, I don't, I mean, I don't know what it's like to have something terminal or to be close mm-hmm. to dying or to be super sick, but I'm just thinking like, it's not the same. No, no, it's not. I watched my dad, like, it looked like he, every day he woke up before he died, he looked like he was just like, God damn, I woke up again. <laughs> Shit. Like, because he, the quality of life, it yeah. wasn't because he didn't love my mother. It wasn't because he didn't love, you know, me and my siblings because he didn't love life, but quality of life means something totally different to you than it means to me. Right. And that's the thing. That's the key that I think a lot of people don't realize is that yes, this person is laying in the bed and they're alive, but they have no quality of life. They're literally eating pureed food, sitting here watching a channel that they don't even realize what's on. They're sleeping all the day. They're on their backs. They're in a, I mean, immense amount of pain. Get so bad. Yeah. There's holes literally burrowed into their Ass. Then you got nurses flipping them and flopping them, trying to change them and all this stuff and shoving them in a wheelchair. And then our happy asses, hey, you ready for PTLD? And then guess what? They get out of the hospital and you have to then pay for someone to do that exactly. for 24 hours a day until they die. Even being deduced down in the, the blink of an eye of being this independent, walking, talking uh-huh. person to now you're in diapers and having somebody have to wipe your own ass. You need someone you. to do every single yeah. thing for you. It's depressing. It's depressing. And you, you have all day to think about that. Mm-hmm. Like who you're you're trapped in your own body, so let your ninety something year old grandma's go. That's all I'm saying. Have you you haven't read? It's a book. You I'm, read I it. might have listened to the audio book. You never know. Let's it's hear it. Verity. Nope. By Colleen Hoover. No. Don't even know who Colleen Hoover is. You don't know who Colleen Hoover is? Mm-mm. What other book has she written? She's like the romance writer, Colleen Hoover. Like Danielle Steele. <laughs> <laughs> My mom used to read all of Danielle Steele books. <laughs> Do you know who Danielle Steele is? <laughs> anyway, if y'all haven't read Verity, Chef's and you Kiss Writer, book, read Verity. <laughs> but, so, in relation to that book, what's going on? Well, now I can't talk about it because it just we give stuff away, so I don't want to talk about it anymore. Well, you have to. You're gonna leave our fans hanging. Fine. There, it's a woman who's an author, and she gets into an accident. She goes from being an independent person to being like catatonic paralyzed mm-hmm. can't do anything someone has to do literally everything for her and i just always think how crazy is that you know it sucks yeah it does and it's hard mentally yeah you could have had that this past weekend with your little incident this past y'all weekend. i didn't even tell y'all god thanks for tuning in everyone here's your little story <laughs> as we wish you goodbye yes i was trying to be a good friend my <laughs> fucking roommate was like hey it's my birthday you have to do what i want i said okay yeah that's how birthdays work what do you want to do she said let's go go kart racing at this place in town i said cool and she was like it's so much fun and then her boyfriend was like but there is a point when you're driving and you're like man this car sure is going fast mm-hmm. wow should i be driving this fast and Probably i was like not. okay i watch a lot of formula one i'm not new to this i'm true to this i'll be fine <laughs> now you're a formula one driver now i'm a formula one driver driving the car and the guy tell first of all this is what happens i said hey do i need to be wearing closed toed shoes and my friend was like no we get there 
Who needs to be wearing closed-toed shoes? Me. Was I wearing closed-toed shoes? Nope. So I had to borrow some nasty-ass shoes that they have for Ew. you. So I was already grossed out, but I was trying not to ruin the vibes. I was trying yeah. to have a good time, right? Caught a vibe. Caught a vibe. Ooh. Okay. Put on the helmet. <laughs> put on the little sock head thing. Uh-huh. Put on my nasty-ass used toms. My feet are sweating. I'm, like, walking out to the track. Mm-hmm. And they tell you, no bumping. The only way we can all be safe is if we all drive safe. No hitting any other cars. Which, mm-hmm. duh. We're not at Mr. Gaddy's playing bumper cars anyway driving my car someone bumps me from the back and i was like "Ah, that was kind of extreme but not a big deal all the cars are driving i'm driving my little car around zip zip zop i feel the equivalent of i don't know a hummer ramming (laughs) into the back of me boom i go out spinning i'm like nauseous at this point hit my head hit all this shit and um, Alyssa's been hit by a car twice. Like I haven't hit this was. Context. I swear to so God, so she knows what the fuck. This she's was about. worse than my body being hit by a car. Was this stupid little go kart getting hit? <laughs> and so they stop every car on the track. This guy runs over to me and he's like, "Are you okay?" I know when men tell you that it's because you you look fucked. What they just saw yeah. was not okay. So I was like, "Oh exactly. no, my head is hurting." I was like, Wee. "I feel like in those movies when explosions go off." And you're walking away and then your ears are just ringing because yeah. I'm dramatic as hell. And I was like, <laughs> also, I had been drinking. So I was like. You, be, you turn into an instant hypochondriac. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I work in an ICU. So exactly. I'm just like, oh, God, like checking my body, making sure oh nothing's like numb or tingly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, sir, I don't think I should drive this car anymore. He's like, okay, it's fine. Get out. So he, I get out of the car. He drives it back. This girl walks me down. I drink some water. And I'm, my head was kind of hurting, but I was fine. The rest of the night, I was fine. And I didn't want to go to sleep because, again, you, you I'm freaking myself out. Yeah. I wake up in the morning, bruises all over my chest. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, I've been in a horrible accident. I'm at, I'm shopping at Costco. I start getting a headache. And I was like, this is it. I'm hemorrhaging. I know it. I <laughs> fucking know it, dude. It's going to be one of those things where you think you're fine. But, like, three days yeah. later, you're in the ICU and they have to do a burr hole. And then you're on neuro seeing your friends. Yeah. And I'm like, I swear to God, I was sitting in the car. I'm like trying to test my own vision, which doesn't work. I'm like, can I track still as like, yeah, moral story is I was in a horrible accident this weekend and I'm just happy to to be alive going out. No. You, you need to give your body a break for a little minute. You've been through a lot these like 2020 since December. You've been through a lot, you know? So I had patients this week. I had a patient who drinks a gallon of whiskey a day. That's a lot. A gallon. Do they have cirrhosis? amongst other things okay um like a hefty credit card bill but and he has a dog and no one knows what's going on with the dog because he came into the hospital and no one's been able to contact anybody so was the dog alive i think the dog is the least of his worries at i this know point. anyway you're gonna gallon so, of whiskey every day all that to say i have patients come in and i think like how like sad is it that you treat your body like trash a gallon of whiskey a day that's so much and like here i am just throwing my body around treating it like trash well they call them weekend warriors i'm a weekend warrior that's why I stay in the house. I need to start staying in the house. You need to stay in the house. I have some nasty brood. Yeah. So if you don't hear from me in a week, I check the ICU. Okay. Don't say that. Don't. We rebuke that in the name of Jesus. And if they burhole, they have to shave my head. Okay. We're not going there. Oh, we're rebuking no. that. Y'all have a great weekend. Would you shave they your have a great head weekend. if I had to shave my head? Would I shave my head for you? Yeah. Hell no. What the? F- no, please. You're going to let me come back on the podcast with a half shaved head. That's a style. People do that all the time. Y'all, I will not be on this podcast if they have to shave my head. We're done Ma'am, with the video. Ma'am, there's nothing wrong with you. Stop putting it into the atmosphere. I mean, we rebuke that in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus, Lord. I'm fine. I'm literally just a little. 
I just hit my little. No, I, if my mom asked me to do it, like when she was going through her battle with breast cancer, I would have done it if she would have asked me to do it. My mom would never ask that of me. Yeah, my mom wouldn't. She wouldn't ask me to do that either. But That's if a she big did. Thing. It's such a nice thing for people to do, though. I think it is. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I mean, I'm not saying it's just hair, because there are a lot of people that are mostly attached to their hair. Me. And, <laughs> um, and. But, yeah, I mean, I think because I'm locking my hair now, I just don't care. I mean, this lady, I'm not going to shave it. This but. lady waxed my eyebrows too thin one time, and I cried for days, so I can't imagine shaving my Oh, head. when somebody fuck up your eyebrows, it's traumatic, because your, your face is off. Your face is it's off. off. It's, it's off. It's really, really off. So, anyway. All that on to the, say. All that to say. Y'all have a great weekend, a great week, rather. Um, don't go to go kart riding. Please don't. Don't or like, don't no, do it. Don't. <laughs> no, just don't. don't. Just don't. Drive as safely as you can. Mm-hmm. Y'all remember to spread love, spread light, and, and don't, don't forget, forget to, to laugh, laugh your face, face off. off. It's the face off. It's the face off. Spread love, spread light, and don't forget to laugh your face off. so much for tuning into another episode of the face off with slimming and fowler don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms including instagram facebook twitter and youtube at the face off pod be sure to tune into the face off with slimming and fowler every tuesday when new episodes are released